means truth. So tell me about your spiritual journey. Welcome to Tapa Tuesday. Uh, this is Lindsay Warwick, the conduit on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts. What's up? I am so excited to have my friend Jessica Johnston with me here. She doesn't have a title. <laughs> I have a lot of titles, but I try not to be too exclusive per se. Yeah. So... Um, welcome to Tapa Tuesday, where, as you know, Tapa is a Sanskrit word that means truth. So we're here to talk about your truth, your spiritual truth, mm -hmm. your spiritual journey, and maybe some of those amazing titles that you embody. Okay. So that's kind of where we're going with this. And as you guys know, I never edit these. It's a totally raw take. So we're going to see what comes up and what spirit wants to communicate through us today um so that being said where do you want to start where are you feeling like you want to start I, I'm loving the power of Tapa so I'm kind of letting that percolate in because my prayer right now is to really enjoy hearing what comes out too yeah I've been really centering into actually receiving the experience of my life a lot more instead of Studying courses and setting sail and having a fucking plan, you know, and expectations and suffering and the mortal woundings of the fractured heart that is life sometimes. So, ooh, heard sitting in Tapa right now is super great for the centering of truth is always present, exceptionally free and freeing. And Getting in the center of the wheel of my life has been really a lot of the truth for 2023 for me. Mm, I feel that. Mm -hmm. Oof, I really do feel that this year has rocked me into existing only in truth and authenticity. Mm -hmm. And I feel that this year has probably been my most honest year as well. Yes. So, and I love that you mentioned like, the fracturing of the heart and how we're just, we're all just trying to navigate this shit or school. Um, I do want to mention that I attended a beautiful sister circle on is that Tuesday night. It was. Tuesday night. Mm -hmm. um, Jessica co-facilitated with our dear friend Leah of Pegram. And it was so beautiful to be on the beach with, I don't even know how many women were there. There was a lot of ladies. Yeah. Beautiful. So amazing. And there was no journaling or it, or creating. It was just being in our heart. And um, you introduced this amazing heart kriya as your kundalini teacher, right? Yeah, this is a good time to kind of go into some of those titles. Right? Yeah, I'd love to. 
Yeah, we tell them, tell them who you are. White chick, Lindsay knows. I mean, what the hell, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, so hi, Grand Rising. My name is Jessica Johnson. I'm a certified professional midwife, a home birth midwife um, provider in the state of Alaska. Um, I'm currently traveling with my family. I teach midwifery students across the nation. I teach at midwifery conferences. I teach routine and complication care management in the home birth and birth center settings. I work with neonatologists, maternal fetal medicine specialists, and OBs and hospital admin staff to integrate and increase seamless and best outcome transport um, programs and protocols for city and state level measures so that um, people who need to go, even if they just want an epidural, they need to go from home into the hospital. It happens easily and that communication is done seamlessly. So that's <laughs> one of my passions is increasing affordable strong culturally responsive um, and good access to education and, and birth skill and returning that back to the people, especially in rural and underserved populations because we're losing OBs at um, an alarming rate. Our provider crisis in the United States is actually gonna be worse than the pandemic. And so um, I work strongly with states across the United States to increase the amount of maternal care providers that will be present and available in areas where hospitals are closing because we're losing 100 hospitals a year right now. And we are we are retiring more maternity care providers than we're actually matriculating. So we're in a really interesting spot in the nation. So a lot of my spiritual tapa sits in action on the ground to be part of the change that is very easy to be part of. You know, do all you can with what you have, where you have, the time and space you are. Do all you can. And so that's how I can really put my feet to the street, put my faith and my works in the same place. <laughs> um, I, as Lindsay said, I um, have a history. I was a Kundalini yoga teacher for years. Um, I was a prenatal yoga teacher for years. Um, I was a 14-year career server. I'm a nationally certified beer judge. Uh, I have a very fun history of different hats I've worn. Um, but I'm also an oracle. I am a channel. So I do a lot of um, conscious channeling. And so like if Lindsay and I wanted to do a reading, she kind of brings to the table what brought her for a reading. And her team and my team would chat and I would consciously relay what was being um, relayed from her team to her roommate. Uh, similar, her, obviously she's a conduit. Mm -hmm. That's what channels are. I'm a conduit. I'm a conscious conduit for the highest and best to transpire. Um, and um, I'm a sound healer and an energy healer. So I'm Reiki attuned and I love Reiki. Um, I mm -hmm. fell into, um, I had tuning fork fun about 15 years ago, but then I felt kind of really in love with tuning forks in like the first year of the pandemic. And the vibrational granularity, nuance and ability that getting back into the world of the electromagnetic field, the biofield, the akasha, the soul, like the rings of the tree that come off of our beings and the stories that get stuck in these little pockets. Um, as I started to move more into energy healing with my pregnancy clients, with my postpartum clients, with my babies that were delivered, right? And doing cranial sacral and energy work on them after birth. Um, when I started to move into the sound aspects of that and develop out that practice, my channeling came big time. And so um, I had been channeling forever, but in 2021, it was like, oh, <laughs> That's what that is. 
I'm here that you're okay. We are talking. I, you know, and so it's been such a fun when we talk about different hats we wear. Right. I'm a maternal health care advocate, um, a rebel. I'm an innovator. Um, I sit on the leading edge of creation, happily blazing. And I'm a woman, and sometimes I'm terrified of being burned as a witch. And sometimes I think I might be wrong. And yet, <laughs> I've never felt, and it's funny because I don't think I'll be wrong. It's that, that wounding, mm. that community wounding that can come up as I get deeper into the vibrational essence of life and the truth that lies there. It becomes more true and I become less afraid of being wrong, but it's not about being wrong or right. But it has brought me in the last year, two years specifically, to confront real security demons. Um, and I say demon, but really they were always friends. Mm-hmm. And they had been trying to get my attention for so long. And I had set up something, some practice around, not now, or I can't, or if it opens, it won't close. Just the stuff mm. that, I mean, honestly, as a dysregulated child, I probably picked up and I was pre-verbal and it's just kind of run forever, right? Yeah. So it's this coming face-to-face with um, ego deaths and coming face-to-face mm. with um, woundings around belonging and overwhelm and being enough as I am. You know, yeah, a lot of truth sitting in that. You know, the pandemic, I love how Tony Jones, she's one of my favorite spiritual artists. If you haven't listened to her, she will reprogram your mind in less than a year. Listen to her albums on repeat, big plug. Um, Shane was unsolicited plug right there. Okay. Um, but like she said, my my pandemic was internal first. Mm. You know, Ooh. and then the community stand up. We are a reflection, I think, of what's happening in the world because we are the world in ourselves mm-hmm. and what's going on inside of us is often a reflection of what's going on in our immediate outer world and then also the collective consciousness is a reflection, but I've never heard it stated like that, that the pandemic started within. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it became, and then another yeah. line of hers, it became a commitment to give myself the love that I never received from my family, from my country, mm. from my community. And to make a choice to bring into being the love you know is available for yourself, your country, and your community in a space of loving it is an interesting dichotomy to hold. Yeah. Because you're going to bring into existence something you've never experienced from that safe space. And that's alchemy, right? That is creation, taking known parts and mixing them into a new known. Mm-hmm. And it's a beautiful dance. And I think often about the line, odd such, do God such, high be such, non-nekahose be such, which is a Kundalini line. And roughly translated, please God, go look it up if you want. The exact, geez, I'm not looking at a computer. Paraphrasing. It's pretty much like everything that's always been, it was in the beginning. Mm. It will always be. It will be in the end, as God has always said it will be. And so... Our heart opening on Tuesday was centering around that in it, but not of it essence Mm. of being able to detach ourselves enough to give ourselves back the freedom of life without dissociation. There's a play there Um, to be in your life and to understand that 
everything is working out perfectly, no matter how it looks at any given time, is a warrior's understanding. Mm. Uh, oh, that's like what keeps coming yeah, through. It's me. a warrior's understanding yeah. of the larger purpose. It's me knowing that for all the woundings my mother and I may have experienced together, or I may feel that actually through her, through this physical experience of this upload, this incarnation of her playing mom, me playing babe, all of these things that actually when she passes, in fact, now before she passes, but it'll be very true. You know, what, I'm, I don't want that day to come anytime soon, but when she passes, that she actually is always with me. Like, I see through the woundings mm-hmm. that may have brought me deep pain, and I and it doesn't mean I don't feel them. That's that mutual truth, being able to hold seemingly opposites with the same amount of compassion that I was hurt by certain things mm-hmm. in my life. And I actually know that she's one of my greatest supporters, etherically. And actually, this is the real fucking kick. When she dies, all the things I've been trying to do to get her approval on this world, right? It's up to me if I let them die or not, but she's not around to see them. And what's interesting is on the other side, she's actually going to want me to love me and do what I came to do. Nothing mm-hmm. to do with her earthly trappings I accidentally made up in my own trauma story. So it's been this really intriguing um, unwrapping of the heart, like you said. Yeah. Really going into the heart space is going into your character. Mm, Yeah. Ooh, I feel like all year, all my life. Mm -hmm. You said so many things, but I was like, yes, yes, yes. You're uh, on a roll there. I'm like, where do I even start? Where do I even go from all the amazingness that you just spoke out loud? Um, Yeah. I love that you said that everything is actually happening, like it's almost happening for us. Like that's how I've been trying to cope with life, with hardship, with pain, with suffering. Um, to get out of the victim mentality has been has been massive for me. Uh, getting out of that, oh, well, why me? But why not me? Also, mm-hmm. um, and those narratives, those stories that we tell. I used to always have to make somebody be the villain in my story. And I know that there's been a tremendous amount of growth in, just in my own evolution and development because now I don't, I don't blame. I can really use, you know, in the Rose Priestess practices that I have, the, the karmic, the blindfold. Mm-hmm. So if you go into that level of, looking at it from an even playing field and you really look at where one person like you can see their wounds well I can you know I can see their wounding and I can see my own wounding I have a story that is my tatva they have a story that is their tatva whether I agree with it or not doesn't affect me as much as it did before you know Mm -hmm. And I love that you were talking about like the roles that you and your mother have played for each other. And I, I'm getting to know you. I'm loving getting to know you, but I don't know your story as far as the mother wounding, but there was a lot of mother wounding between my mother and I as well. And a tremendous amount of talk therapy and breath work and movement and amends process with my mom has brought so much healing to the 
feminine line in my family. But for a long time, like, I wanted so desperately just for her to love me and look at what I'm doing and, and really see. Mm-hmm. And now I do realize that through those hard situations with her, that one who brought me into this into this fucking earth. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she has been my greatest advocate on the etheric side. And I love that you said that. Um, it reminds me of have you ever listened to The Little Soul in the Sun? Yeah, so we'll paraphrase. Yeah. Look it up because I'm not looking at yeah. it right now, but essentially our uh, most painful experiences on earth are the ones I feel like I could cry. I'm not going to try not to cry, but if I cry, whatever, who cares? They are, on the other side, our biggest champions for growth. Like, on the other side, they this, this is kind of how the story goes, that they're like, well, I'm going to come down and I'm going to do this for you, but you're going to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the extreme suffering that I have experienced at the hands of other people, and I'm doing this because I'm trying not to put blame, mm-hmm. um, fucked up shit has happened to me. But mm-hmm. the way that I have found forgiveness is knowing that in those fucked up experiences and suffering has come now with my free will choice because we do have free will right we can choose and, and here i am going on a little tangent but you're an aquarius so you've got me mm-hmm. you can follow me yeah. so the choice that free will am i going to be am i going to choose to be darth vader with my shit i'm going star wars because mm-hmm. he was uh, a, be- a, a beautiful amazingly powerful jedi and chose to let the trauma turn him to the dark side. So the moments of suffering where I've had that free will choice, am I going to go to the dark side and let this harden my heart? I have consciously chosen in my later years, in my earlier years, not so much, but in my later years, I consciously choose the light and it can be very fucking challenging because I feel my heart going through Mm-hmm. And then practices like the Kriya are opening up and having like simple conscious conversations. I'm like, okay, I can let my heart open a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and it's it's being and it, again, it's the how. You know, um, when we talk about things like recovery, mm-hmm. and we talk about things like healing, and we talk about things like the healing journey and all of that, like. Um, we have to be really aware of which way are you pointed while you're on your path. And mm. there's a lot about unpacking in the healing journey that does require an orientation of giving heart space and presence to things that have passed. So turning back and looking back mm. and opening perspective from a different point in the tree rings of your life mm. and time you that space. There's so much available and value. However, if you get stuck looking backwards, where do you think you'll go? And it doesn't mean, and honestly, what's fucking funny is it's illogical. You can't go backwards because you'll never be the same person you ever were again. So it's impossible for things to happen. But the longer you look back, how impossible does that feel if that's the data you're engulfed in? Mm. So energetic sovereignty is understanding that if you embody and you walk this journey of healing, of recovery, that it's actually to become the one that faces forward proudly, boldly, bravely, uh, mm-hmm. enjoying and receiving the life they've asked 
to live and receive and expected. Mm-hmm. And you can't go forward with a ton of baggage on your fucking back. No. <laughs> Trying to carry everybody with you. Very tiring. In the place. You know, uh, it's, and yet to set it down requires a play of being able to look back but have enough faith, hope, works, action, community, support, whatever the fuck it is for you. Everybody's recipe is different to be the one that knows while they're, why they're looking back while they're doing it mm-hmm. and still being able to flow downstream. So being, and what is that? What am I saying? You have compassion for yourself. Hmm. Oh, it sounds simple, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does sound very simple. But in the mix of it all, you could stop and say, how is this benefiting me? Or how could I access a part of this that would serve sovereignty and actually expand well-being? Right? In the midst of choppy rivers and shit, sometimes you don't have time to say that. So also understanding in truth that we always want the most perfect things and fuck yeah, keep asking. And as we go through the grid shift, it takes for us to become aligned to these things, right? Stay pointed downstream. It's always working out for you, no matter how it looks at any mm. given point. It's yes. always working out for me, no matter how it looks at any given point in time. It is always working out for me. Now, people get stuck in this attraction uh, manifestation loop of thinking that they are putting in their order, which they are, and I fucking love it, do it all the time. Put in your order. And then they're like sitting back like it's a movie goes up. And they're like, I'm going to get this order. Like they just ordered at McDonald's. They're just like, it's getting cooked. It's getting, and I ordered a hamburger and fries. So I'm getting a hamburger and fries. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'm like, okay, love you. Um, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's, and, and so no way, there's no despair here. Right? We put in our order. And then we don't expect it to manifest through first. Okay? So hear me. It's already here. What? Yeah. You know, time and space are a fourth dimension that allow third dimensional beings like us to live in. So we live in the fourth dimension because we're third dimensional, right? Mm-hmm. And this fourth dimension is full of ether. It is the field that has gravitational relativity. We have all these beautiful things. So our beautiful bodies can be oriented and look human like they do, mm-hmm. right? We get into, actually, I'm going to stop. Do you have any questions first? No, I'm loving, keep it going. I'm loving where you're going with this. The man, I'm, I'm loving this because I feel like lately more than anything, I have had to force the changing of my thought process of, again, like this is all happening for my highest good, even if I don't see it that way yet. So I'm loving that you're going continue. Well, and it's, and it's so, and it is, it's our, our mind. It's meant to help our third dimensional body navigate in a fourth dimensional space. And our mind has a lot of black and white thinking to it. Hi, if you have an addiction, history. I mean, yeah. Hi, if you're ADHD. Hi, if you're autistic. Right? Like, black and white thinking is pretty rampant in consumerism culture. So it's like, it's hard, right? And so, um, so manifesting, big shout out to Abraham Hicks. First, I, Abraham Hicks came into my life when I was nine years old, so I've grown up with Abraham Hicks, and that was really beautiful to have my mom also start listening when I was a child. Okay, so yeah. like, and when Abraham Hicks 
when when Esther, God bless her, and Jerry started doing the channeling, it was little rooms and little Hiltons. And it was yeah. very few people. And it did grow over time. And I want us to zoom out and look at the collective consciousness of that. They were dropping into resonance. You know, this is here too. Mm-hmm. Pebble, 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 pebble. People. Now people are coming. Now people are coming, right? 40 some odd years later. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I have both, and their books are in there. So, and and a lot of people love it, and a lot of people have actually become magnificent manifestors. Mm -hmm. I feel like as we move further into the 21st century, the vibes don't lie. The Aquarius age is going to pick up speed and take this law of attraction understanding a little more into a more uh, easy to handle way for a lot of people because instead of thinking, okay, I just uploaded my order. Right? Beautiful <laughs> Grecian palazzo. Right? Um, a personal chef. I feel you. Right? Personal chef. A sweet little convertible. My kids are happy. Right? My husband and I are, he- are healthy. We're home. We love it. Right? Put in my order. Right? Now, do I believe it's already happening? And this is energetic. This is an energetic truth. With the problem, with the ask, immediately comes the solution like a DNA strand, hear that? When you ask for something and you lay out your side of the track, the universe, like DNA, lays it right back. Mm. Here you go, it's there. Yeah. Now, your DNA, between that, the alchemy that's gonna happen, for you and this reality that's already here to me, is guaranteed. A lot of people put out their orders and then they start looking for the physical order of what they order right and what i want people to say is Mm. it's less relevant you will not miss what's for you i have a great story to tell in regards to this exact thing yeah well and it's the to to wrap up the manifesting aspect of it it's already here Mm. how much faith and belief do you have in Mm. asking and receiving yes how much faith do you have in yourself to be adaptable enough to become the perfect match for the life you say you want? Yeah, and yeah. the space between you feeling that solution. And this is where a lot of people don't stop and wait for a second. When you ask for something, stop. Ask for it. Let it be so. Mm. Give it up. And and say I open and receive the solution of it flowing through me now, and I make I match to it coherently. And watch, watch your body receive the solution. People think they they say manifestation has a time delay. It's ripples of dilation and time. It is this is one moment of life. Mm-hmm. My life is one moment that's slowed down and particulated in a physicalized form. I'd be up here, but for now I'm here, and it feels like years but it's just one me right i ask and i receive i ask and i receive best way to get what you want is to immediately let go of it looking like anything take the picture give it back to god and say i love that picture do it whatever you think is best and say are there co-creative components available to make this or something better available to me currently and then feel the feel feel the air around you and you'll feel everything light up and say great i'm open to receive yeah. And so you start to tune your body to accepting solution. You start tuning your body to expecting to receive. 
You start, and you give it the energy stream by opening, we're talking 30 seconds, two breaths, so that you can feel it. That's, that's the solution I've asked for. That's what it feels like. Mm -hmm. When it was in my mind, it was all over here, but when I just sit back and don't judge it, with the vibration come in of the solution, this issue resolved. Highest and best for me, what does that feel like mm -hmm. to my system? Yeah. Oh, it feels like my stomach relaxes. Oh, well, that's different than excitement. Yeah, actually, a lot of people can't take excitement and a stomach relaxed. Can you have a relaxed stomach to absorb excitement? Shit, that's dope. Mm. Most people are like, ah, now it's anxiety, and it turns into a walk. They mislabel their energy because they're not used to acting and receiving as a full circuit mm. to become the conduit that is responsibly receiving and present to be present for what the fuck they asked for. Yeah. Woo! There's no judgment. It's just like how many times you want to go around this fucking merry-go-round. Exactly. Before you see. I I have a I have a great story to share. It's very relevant. It's very resonant to this conversation. Yeah. So I was recently waitressing and um nothing it wasn't like a horrible environment, but it wasn't my ideal job. Mm -hmm. So on the way to work, every day, I would pray out loud. I started praying out loud because I found a lot of power and quick response mm -hmm. from spirit when I voice things out loud. Um, I also listened to a podcast a few weeks ago that said that when you sing things, it gets lodged into your subconscious. So I started like singing and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But I would ask, please, God, source, whatever you want to label it, I would say, I want to be in the best job for me that makes me happy and brings me abundance. Mm -hmm. And I started doing this and very shortly after I got fired from my job. Mm -hmm. So I freaked the fuck out a little bit. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. just goes in my life. I freaked out. Um, and then I realized like, wait, I asked for this. Mm -hmm. So I switched my perception. Yeah. I asked for this. So then I'm now I've been looking around for different jobs. I'm getting no, no, no to certain things. But then when I relax in my body and I feel in my body that the perfect job is here for me, I've been booked with clients and I've been, I did a spiritual expo. I'm doing another expo. I, I've been getting overpaid very graciously by clients and spirit, my spirit team, I'm freaking out, freaking out. And meanwhile, they're like laughing, like we are taking care of you. Like this is what you asked for. And so, right. It's exactly what you're talking about because it's all about perception, but we really, there isn't a delay. There is not a delay in co-create in creation. Um, and Joe Dispenza talks about that a little bit too. And I'm sure you already know. You're like, mm -hmm, I know. So it's like, I asked for the perfect job. I lost my job. I freaked out. And then they were like, no, 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 calm down. So what I do every day is I pray and I meditate. I get into my body and I feel what it feels like to have the best job for me. Like we were talking the other day at the coffee shop. Aren't you living your dream right now? It's whatever time we were at the coffee shop choose the shit, mm -hmm. having this amazing conversation, yeah. you know? And I'm like, yes, I am living my dream. Mm -hmm. I am living my job. And yeah. I have a beautiful friend. She's been on the podcast as well. She has labeled the job the joy of being. Mm -hmm. It's her joy of being. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, and as a Capricorn, 
Like I work, I know, you know, like I work professionally, I have an extensive resume, I'm intelligent, I have certifications and a bachelor's degree and I'm, I am, I want to go back to school, which here I conclude the story. So I have found an avenue in the matrix where I can bring my healing to, right? Mm -hmm. We discussed this, I applied for school, I'm going to go back to school and I'm freaking out about money this week because I went around looking for a job, a JLB, a joy of being, and I'm getting no's. But then I have this client last night for shamanic healing, and she works in the field that I want to go into. All I had to do was wait and believe and trust that I am getting exactly what I asked for, even though it doesn't look like a six-figure corporate job right now. I'm still trusting in sourcing. I am provided for. So I love that you mentioned this about manifestation because I really do feel abundant. Do I know where my money is coming from? As a Capricorn, is that very alarming? Fuck yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you do where it's coming from. And the interesting thing mm-hmm. about instinct is it's, the delay is a time dilation. Mm. So really, how long until you believe that? Exactly. You, you know where it's coming from. Yeah. God got you. Yeah. So how long until your need for certainty mm. feels good enough with God gotten you? Yeah. Like whenever that collapses, whenever, and you can ask for that. Show me the easiest way to collapse that bullshit right now. I, I am looking for freedom. Mm-hmm. The more creative you can be in your spiritual journey, the more you can ask without second guessing. We had this talk the other day too, didn't we? Yeah. About how people will ask for things and then say, but. Yeah. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up. Like, I can't with buts. Only because, and I'll tell you why. People feel like they're lying. And it's because they've been told that the power of their word has to be used in cancer, which means it has to reaffirm already known things that can be replicatable in study. And that is mechanism. That is the basis of modern science. That is not true. So, and it becomes this, like Lindsay said before, you know, all things are working out for me. And I'm like, hold up. I give it up to people who don't like it, who don't like to hear that because I need, I need you to, like, I get you. Like, I get you. I get you. And it's a choice about energetic stability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It doesn't have to be real, but I would ask anybody who fucking went through the pandemic what's real at this point. Mm-hmm. What our energy goes to appreciate. So if I'm saying, I'm so abundant, oh, I'm doing my affirmations, I'm getting jazzed, yeah. I'm getting jazzed, and then I get my coat on, I immediately start thinking, I don't know how to get that bill paid, do I have to put this job? Fuck, and my body starts getting heavy. I hate this job. That's okay, I'm going to start drinking coffee, it's okay. And I worship all day the energy of how I don't have. Then you call in that lack energy. So I, I'm going to give everybody this. Healing is how much can you hold your own fucking hand as you realize how much you let yourself down? Mmm. And how, and you know how quick you'll get over it? Is when you don't give a fuck at it. Like, and it's not that you don't give a fuck that it happened, but that you literally are just like, well, it happened. 
exactly the fucking crux of a a shift because what are we really doing what is trauma trauma is trapped energy based mm-hmm. on belief structures that are holding life force that is incongruent to the flow of our natural pattern that dissonance that exists between this belief and this knowing of our inner being creates what's called this inflammation pathway oh then i have shoulder pain it starts out here as a nagging thought. Oh, and yeah. now I've got this knot on my shoulder. Yeah. Right? Because I let it be real. Mm-hmm. And that's healing. Oh, I let that be real. Yeah. Yeah. And can you love yourself now? Not, oh, I let that be real. I'm such a piece of shit. Let me go get drunk. Oh, I let that be real. And now I get to be the mom that has to apologize to myself. Now I get to be the mom that has to hold my hand until I get over it, which I might not. And I'm not going to leave anyways. Mm. I'm going to be the one that just shows up the whole time like she's always needed. On purpose. No matter if she's happy or not. That piece of me that's needing to be her. I'm going to learn how to be the midwife of my own life and not get behind myself and push or ahead of myself and pull according to societal matrix demands. Mm. I'm actually going to believe me. What the fuck? I'm going to actually believe me. Mm. And I'm going to give myself a beat to get the space to make sure I have the grace to be me. Yeah, dude, it's a fucking, it's, it's saying sorry. It's, and then I love you. And you want to try something new, like a six-year-old who accidentally bumped herself into something. Mm-hmm. Feels like for me right now, 2023, possible eternity. I hope we're talking here and I'm like, oh, that's old shit. I'm going to lose my face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The 2023 was 2023, and, you know, they were not going to let me get out of this without seeing me in the bullshit stories I was telling. Because I was like, oh, I'm not a victim. Bitch, you know how much time I spent arguing in the shower over old dead things with oh. people in my fucking mind? That's victim mentality. Hi. Oh, yeah. Pick it up now. And you know why it comes up? Let me tell you what I figured out. It comes up when I'm getting really close to being happy. Oh, of course it does. It comes it's like that ego, that ego ambush that comes in. Well, it's like, oh my God, that's so Fear cool. You have all this happiness. Oh, look at all this happiness, this joy that recovery helps you handle. Oh, yeah. That healing you're supposed to, it's only to handle joy. It's not to get over shit. It's to be able to have the capacity to be happy and not fuck it up on And know own. that you deserve it. It's like, yeah, I, I'd always wait for the other shoe to drop mm-hmm. in that way, like. Which perpetuates the story of waiting for another shoe to drop. Exactly. So how do you stop a shoe from dropping? I don't know. God, I'm going to hit my knees right when I get up and say, today, both feet on the ground, no shoes drop. I am safe. Mm. I am fucking safe. I give ease to my urgency. Mm. I love that. Because what I'm really doing is acknowledging I've had a dysregulated hijack CPTSD nervous system for decades. Oh, yeah. And I tried my fucking little autistic ass to get the fuck out of it with positive thinking. And God bless all the positive thinking. And it does titrate in. It drops pebbles. Do it. It drops pebbles that turn into waves Mm -hmm. in your pond, that turn into structural differences in your pond. And also, I, as a becoming a midwife, taught me how to actually sit with myself. Mm. I love that you use the metaphor of being a midwife to your life. I love that midwifery, so much. Midwifery safe life. Yeah. I, I love that. And I love that you also talked about, you know, 
our disease and our physical body comes from outside of us first. And I try to explain that to some of the clients that I work with, that as we go through time, we are accumulating experiences that get lodged in our auric field, lodged in that EMF field that you mentioned before, the electromagnetic field, and then eventually makes its way into the body. Now I notice I have been able to, in, with recovery process, God fucking blessed. Yeah, recovery right. process, <laughs> yeah. giving me a lot of great tools, but I love that even when you talked about, okay, you do this positive manifestation and then you put on your coat and you're going to your job and then all this shit comes in your head. I really tune in now to my thoughts. Like, I'm like, what's it feeling and how do I want to feel? And how do I get back to feeling in a lighter, a lighter version of me? And so, like, I don't know. I just love that you mentioned that because that is something that I very much pay attention to as well as sitting in the feelings and taking the story out, but just feeling my body. Okay. Oh, the story wants to grab it. Oh, too, man. So, oh, oh the story yeah. fucking meets me. Oh, yeah. See, <laughs> bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, no, yeah. I want to feel where do you need it? And then I'm like communicating with my inner child. Um, I, I wanted to bring up, because you did mention Abraham Hicks, which I love Abraham Hicks as well. But where I found a lot of power and manifestation for me was uh, this woman. Her name is Lacey Phillips, and she has a manifestation program. Uh, it is neuroplasticity work. So you're getting deep into the theta brainwave state, and you're reprogramming memories. Not like, oh, re not like men in black shit. <laughs> but you're going in. And how would I, how would I actually choose if I had a higher value of myself? So she talks about manifestation from a perception of boosting your self-worth and your inner and your inner value system and manifesting from that because you know inherently that you deserve it. Okay. And yes. Okay. And I want to hear like, Yeah, I know. I feel you. And then yeah. um I'm a I'm a I'm a human rights activist. Yeah. So uh everyone deserves to sit in their body safely. Mm -hmm. Everyone deserves a very, very soothing and authentic and very nourishing and beautiful sense of self-esteem, self-worth, self-estimation. Yes. And I want to say this. If we lived in a society that values women and children and humanity, it would not be an individual responsibility to make this happen internally so you can feel the connections you need to get what you want. You would be in tune in society already using the energetic and physicalized resources of your village. Mm. And worthiness I'm going to say it's straight worthiness. You're, it's inherent. You're Let right. Say that it is a human right to have worth. You, well, worthiness, I want to talk about the logic of the odds of you being alive. You know, you are one of maybe a quarter million eggs. Only a few thousand of which would have dropped from your industry. Plus a sperm. Like, it is illogical to think you're not supposed to be here. It is illogical to think that your worth is questionable. And a society that thrives on power over systems benefits heavily from you actually questioning that. 
So this is a collective illness issue. It's not an individual illness issue. So if self-worth doesn't resonate for you, fuck it. It's not actually your problem. Your worth is inherent or you wouldn't be fucking alive. And you know what? You're going to die. That's the one thing guaranteed. So have some fun with you. End of story. Okay. Because it's, um, people get stuck on the self-worth thing because they can't feel it. Yeah, because it's kind of fucking hard to feel yeah. something that's natural. No fucking offense. And yes, while you're healing, going from somebody who would have, like, you know, sucked dick for coke and actually having, like, a different way to express themselves where they don't have to do that, I'm not saying, I'm so glad your self-worth came up. I'm saying, this is a fucked up story. I really wish you never had to suck dick for coke. Do you need a hug? Can I get you some food? What would help you motivate a life that mm -hmm. actually brings you into collective wellness where you belong? And God bless you, this society bitch. So uh, in the mm -hmm. healing journey, do not make an individual illness issue out of a collective wellness deficit. If it, do not take personally cultural deficits. Mm. Or you'll fuck yourself up. That's Oof. all I I felt that for sure. It's like, it's like we have this forgettery. In a, well, I did. It is the black and white thinking for me yeah. too, and I feel like I'm finally able to like, okay, I can embrace the gray, and that was very fucking hard for me. But recovery has absolutely helped me. Recovery from substances has absolutely helped me. And there were things that I used to do where I, I, you know, I would compromise my my value, my self worth, because I wanted to feel loved or I wanted attention or I wanted approval. And now it's like. I I love that it. it's just I'm fucking alive. I, I just fucking deserve it because I am. Mm -hmm. Because I am. Well but I forgot mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. And so some of those, you know, meditations, the yoga, all the shit that we do, right? This journey for me it's been a journey, journey, journey. I'm a seeker. I'm a seeker. Look, this is why I have a fucking podcast. Because I'm a seeker. I wanna know, I want a journey. I wanna hear your journey. How do you view the world? How do you view God? What's your spirit like? I'm a seeker. And I for, I fucking forgot that I just am. And I deserve it because I fucking am. Mm -hmm. I forgot. Yeah. And, um, and, and I hated being it. told, you don't love yourself. You don't love yourself. And I was like, yes, I fucking do. Like, in my mind, I, I would choose things that I thought in the moment I was loving myself. But in hindsight, I wasn't treating myself in the best way that I could. But what's interesting is, is the only reason you would judge that is because your safety was at stake relatively. The only reason you would judge yourself for any of that being wrong is because you, your sense of belonging and safety were at question, which again is a collective failing. Hmm. The healing journey is learning not to take this stupid shit personally so you can get your personal life back into enjoyment for yeah. yourself. It's playing both sides. It's playing that energy. It's paradox is what plays. Uh, in order to love my life more, I have to detach. In order to live more deeply, I gotta light my fuck up. I know, right? Like you, we are playing, we're playing a game, right? And in a lot of it, when we talk about magnetism and attraction, it's being aware that you're casting worlds. Always, people are like, one day when I'm strong and creative, I'll have no, all these things. Right like, now, you're doing it right now. Yes. Right now, you're creating the world that says one day when I'm strong. In the sense that you're literally keeping yourself here in this one day when I'm strong. When you're yeah. like, I'm a seeker and I like to do these things. I'm like, that's awesome. Everybody take inventory of the things and how your body feels when you say them. 
when you say seeker, it makes you light up. I, I do that. light up. So that's beautiful. A lot of people are like, I'm a mom and a wife. And, and you can I, I'm feel a it. You, you can, can hear me. Like and what is in the loss of power? So you hear the wispiness in the voice. You'll hear their spirit leave their body because the shell they're masking is coming in place. Because why? Because they believe that if they were themselves, they will actually get killed, ostracized, and not belong. Burned. I was going to say witch wound. It is the witch wound. But, so, you know, I, I will say this. You really want to say fuck the patriarchy. Be happy anyways. Yeah, fuck it. Like, literally. What do you mean you don't have your goals met? What goals, bitch? Exactly. Like, what's, my, what, what's your mission? To enjoy the passage of time. The joy. The joy of being. To just fucking be here. What do you mean? That's enough. It's enough. Because Ooh, guess what? I'm here. Because guess what? I'm not Lindsay and now I'm on her podcast. Because guess what? And it sounds so funny because so many people are motivated by self-recriminatory action instead of inspired action. Meaning, I'll get up and meditate because if I don't, I'm a piece of shit. Versus, I'll get oh, up and meditate because it feels my heart so and my body really have committed, even if we want to argue, to understanding. And believe me, girl, I meditate when I want to, but I can't push it because then I get all demand avoidant. I'm like, fuck meditation. <laughs> so, you know, like, there's this play always going on with healing. That is, do you believe yourself? Then meditation isn't it for right now. Are you willing to ask for something new? I swear to God, we're in this big-ass ocean, and God's just constantly trying to open our fucking 0.1% blinders. I know. Bitch, what? <laughs> Look at all this pretty fish. Stop talking with this dumb broke fish. Exactly. Look at these dusty. Get over here, you know? Mm -hmm. But, and that's what's funny. That's why I'm not to get too serious. Right? Right? And like, it's, it's just all, what it is. Exactly. And then it's like, I went through this whole, you talked about ego death and destruction, mm -hmm. which I, you know, celebrated all year of the ego death for me. Um, but, Basically, um, what was I thinking? I don't know. I think I just lost my train of it's thought. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. Ego destruction. Oh, right. Because as a Capricorn and all these societal fucking pressures, blah, 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 I was like, who the fuck am I? Oh, my God. I'm only a waitress. And then I switched my, switched my perception. Am I having fun at my job? Yeah. Am I making a lot of money? Yeah. Am I meeting people? Yeah. Are they hearing about my podcast? Yeah. Am I having my mornings free? Fuck yeah. I was like, I am living the dream. Like, it is all about fucking perception. But I had to get out of that. Oh my God, I don't have a nine to five. I don't have health benefits right now. I'm not, you know, you know. You want to fuck your shit up and really like, <laughs> change your room? This is for your listeners too. Is that every time you go to ask for something, especially if you feel like you're really good on this, like, God, I'm asking for stuff, right? <laughs> Instead of ask, just say thank you. And start watching how often you start saying thank you instead of asking. The gratitude practices say thank you. are so, they shift your vibration. Fuck yeah. But instead, it's like, oh God, I want, no, you know what, you want, I'm already good, thank you. Like when I got fired, I, I was mad by reacting at For first. Sure. But I'm getting better at responding instead of reacting. That has been a practice. But, and what we were talking about earlier, you cannot, when you're receiving and you're in something, you're in the middle of fucking choppy shit. It is not the time to be like, give me five minutes while I let this go through and I find a way to respond. Reaction is actually going to happen probably for you and that other person's benefit. Mm. Are you going to not shame yourself Oh, between reacting and choosing how to respond if you want to change that action? And are you going to come quickly with amends mm. of the highest alignment to the person? 
and unless it would hurt them, right? But if you're, are you going to come and you're going, are you going to rectify as soon as possible with the least amount of dissonance? And I don't mean time delay. Time is what I mean. Give it for divine timing. I'm talking about don't get your own fucking way. Don't tell yourself stories that justify your bad behavior. Oh, but they, fuck them. This has nothing to do with them. This has nothing to do with them. This has to do with you. Always. 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 If you walk out the house and you aren't true to who you are, you're going to be one of those dumb bitches that are like, can you believe the gas price? Oh, my God. Can you believe this? And they just are radio towers of destruction because and everybody lie. wants, like, they laugh. So tune your shit. Mm-hmm. Tune your shit deep. I'm good either way. Wait, I don't know if I feel that. That's okay. I'm going to let myself be 1% more open today. I'm going to let myself believe just because it feels better for fuck's sake. In my body. In my body. Which is our, it is our little tuner. It's our, this what it's our meat sack. It's our tuner. Like, well, it is. It's a tuning fork. Yeah. Our bones generate electricity while we move, right? Like, mm-hmm. our osteoclasts generate electricity when they're impacted, which is how they regenerate, right? They're encased in collagen and elastin and all of these really high superconductive materials we're tuning for. That's all. You gotta, you got to take your station, right. man. you got to take yeah. your station. And a lot of people don't think it's available to them. Feel limited. Think there's only so many ways. Only, but I'll pick this box, and that'll be enough. And God bless them all. And maybe for that life it is. And it's perfect. Yeah. But for most of us, it's a different, it's a, it's a path in and out of our own fucked up bullshit stories and our own boxes. The prison door has always been open. In fact, there's no prison. Are you going to act like it? And three, what, four generations into the Industrial Revolution, we're in a deep state of collective zoocosis, where we've been caged animals for so many generations that all of us are like, okay, the door's open. We got this internet and all these awesome opportunities. And we're all looking around like, but will I die? Yeah. Because we, <laughs> did have, we have no elders that have done a lot of the fuck this shit thing. You yeah. know, like, and it's not, I don't know, but like lived in authenticity. As open the enough thing. Am I enough? Is this enough? I don't have enough. I had to say, fuck that. Mm-hmm. I have enough. And really live where my feet are. Where where am I right now? What am I doing right now? Mm-hmm. And not to say that we shouldn't look at our past because there is healing mm-hmm. in that, like you said. But like you said before, like if you're fucking like this the whole time, you're gonna fucking crash or fall backwards because mm-hmm. you're not looking about you're not looking at what's front of you was actually here what is here right now mm-hmm. um and i love the thank you the gratitude practice like i'll just walk around sometimes thank you thank you thank you thank mm-hmm. you with each step mm-hmm. and then i'm like yeah. if you really think about it i'm like thank you for this apartment thank you for the food in my fridge thank you for the water thank you for my fucking dog thank you for my friends thank you for this couch thank you for this internet it's like and then then you can really see how abundant you really are and it's yeah if you so ever, powerful well and if you're ever really feeling like shit i don't know if it's gonna work out or shit like i'm feeling broke like or that real lack especially like abundance is lack i'm ugly feeling low i don't feel like i'm in my right my clothes any of it you can just sit in the middle of the day sit down <sighs> and relax and Call your ancestors in and say, would you like to have a seat with me? Sit with me. Because to sit in the middle of the day is a luxury most of our families never knew. Yeah. 
Rupture is a state of being. Mm -hmm. And it's our responsibility to activate it with the things of life. That the Maya that the earth gets. You got a couch that's paid for. So, fuck yeah. And with that, I think we're complete, girl. I feel like we are complete. Yeah. Um, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, I will put in the description of the podcast yeah. a way to uh, connect with Jessica. She is incredible. Here, I'll give a shout out. Yeah, yeah do a little shout out. You can find me. She'll put it in there, but uh, stand store backslash Jessica Johnson CPM for certified professional midwife. Um, you can also find me um, at pacificbirthinstitute.com if you want to learn about community birth and how to provide. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. And I hope everybody has an amazing week. And I'm just throwing this out there. Um, if you are interested on be in being on this podcast, I'd love to hear your story. I'd love to sit with you um, like this or on, you know, whatever. Just reach out. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful week. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Cheers.